Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at BrotoFantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up-to-the-minute TD updates on game day and up-to-the-minute start sit decisions. And, of course, YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Growl. <laughs> That's my Panthers impression because today Nothing's we are going to be going over. We are going over. Courage. I have courage. We are going over to the uh, NFC South for our second or third team in the NFC South. That's the Carolina Panthers. We'll start with the offensive outlook and their coaching staff. Ron Rivera and Norv Turner run it back times two. We know Norv Turner. He is an old school kind of guy. He's going to heavy, heavy usage of the running back. Yep. Small, speedy receivers. Um, Cam makes the whole thing tick. We're gonna start with Cam. So let's let's go on because there's nothing new going on there. Let's get straight to the quarterback. Cam Newton. After he got hurt, he was absolutely unusable last year. And Michael yes, is one was. of the people who we were telling everyone, listen, uh Cam has a really, really easy schedule at the end of the year. And if you're trying to position yourself for the playoffs, make a move for Cam. And, and then you, he gets hurt. You made that move for Cam and you got burned by that. Yeah. Um, but that it would have been a great strategy had he not gotten hurt because he was great last year. Didn't even play the final two games and still finishes the quarterback 12 overall. So still a quarterback one, even though he didn't play two games. He was also playing injured. Yeah. 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 Five of his previous seven seasons, he finished as a QB four overall or better. So this is a guy that has a chance to be great. Um, Still a threat to run for TDs. Uh, He has better yak guys this year. Has a chance to be the steal of every single fantasy draft if he's going late. Michael, how do you feel about Cam Newton? See, that's where I'm uh, probably parting from you here because yes he can be a steal but I'm not going to be the guy taking the risk on Cam this season you saw what happened with him last year with the shoulder injury he was not the same guy not even close and there were reports early in the summer we talked about it because we had podcasts going on throughout the whole season where there was there was a report at one point saying he might even miss the whole season because of his shoulder and you know that lightened up but this dude yes he seems healthy now but he's he's changing his throwing motion. Like he's a veteran in the NFL changing his throwing motion. Someone who wasn't that good of a thrower to begin with. Exactly. Like he his inaccuracies were his downfall. And now he's changing his throwing motion. Like yes, he still runs. He's still going to get you those big games because of the rushing and the rushing touchdowns. But I'm not taking that risk with Cam Newton this season. He's the 10th quarterback off the board right now jason you wanted to, you right before we got on you were like 
Yo, let Michael talk about Cam because I want to talk about Will Greer. Yeah. Talk to us about Will Greer. Greer. We're going to talk about a backup quarterback for once because I think Will Greer could make an impact this season. He has a good last name for the Panthers. Greer. <laughs> he was one of the most accurate passers in college last season. I kept saying it. He was one of my favorite guys, probably behind Kyler Murray going into the draft. I talked about it on this pod. Also, Scott Barrett of PFF, smart guy as well. Number two behind Kyler Murray. Reports out of camp have been entirely positive. The biggest knack against Will Greer was that his arm strength isn't his arm that strong. Strength, yeah. And all we're hearing now is Ron Rivera saying it's better than perceived. He's improving. It looks really good. Only Kyler Murray, first overall pick, and Tua Tavio... Right. What not? Tua, Tua from Alabama. <laughs> Who's probably going to be the number one pick next year. Had a better depth-adjusted completion percentage last season. Only Murray, Tua, and Haskins had a higher passer rating. All these quarterbacks are great quarterbacks, uh, potentially, for high draft, NFL teams. High-round draft picks. So if you look at people all the time, a lot of people don't get picked high because they don't have the tools, right? Like, he's not a tall guy. He doesn't have a super strong arm. But a lot of those people don't pan out because they don't have accuracy. Will Greer is accurate. The only knock against him is his arm strength. That seems to be looking better. If Cam Newton goes down, I think Will Greer will do good. Interesting. That's a, that is interesting. That is. I know uh, you took him. I in mean, the, third uh, round pick, so it's not as Scott if fishbowl. it's not as if there's no like draft capital there. Yeah. They, when you spend a third round pick on a quarterback, you expect him to contribute to your team. Um, but let's go on to a player that's definitely going to be on the field this year. Uh, CMC, run CMC, Jason's favorite player. Um, look, he's an ultra usage back. There's all, The only thing you can say bad about Christian McCaffrey is maybe now that if Cam gets healthier, he's used a little less because Cam kind of leaned on him last year. Um, but even that is a stretch because no, man, might, that not, not. might not be the case. They actually said that they want him to get the ball more this year. Yeah. Which I found funny. I mean, 360 touches, I think they said they want to get him. He was at 323 last season. The only way I own CMC this season if it's a, is if I have the fourth pick. Because I'm not like, I know I have to take him there because he's going to get the work. I'm not going to be happy about it, though. If you look at what he did last season, I'm going to use week seven as the baseline because that's when Cam Newton stopped scoring rushing touchdowns. So I'm going to use week seven, week eight, like week seven and up, as the weeks where Cam Newton was fully healthy. Because if he's running, he's healthy. Okay. Okay. In those seven weeks, Cam Newton had three rushing touchdowns. CMC had three all-purpose touchdowns, only one on the ground. After week seven, Cam didn't have a rushing touchdown. CMC had ten full all-purpose touchdowns, six on the ground. So if we really believe Cam Newton's fully healthy... Is CMC going to get those rushing touchdowns? His 16-game pace in the first seven games would have been 967 rushing yards and two touchdowns, 101 receptions, 686 yards, and five touchdowns. Great numbers. I'd take him fourth. But I think he's on a slightly lesser tier than Barkley, Elliott, and Kamara. I do think people are just really overlooking that fact, like the difference from the beginning of the year to the second half of the year in Cam Newton. Like, I think people, people just are ignoring it entirely, the difference that it had on Christian McCaffrey. I mean, look, he was getting used a lot before that, though. It's not like it was, he was. from nothing to, to something. We're not saying don't draft. We're and saying... it was effective. And I think that when you have that effectiveness in a situation, it doesn't have to be the same as last year. My argument is don't take him We're top saying three. draft him fourth of the top four running backs. All right, that's, I mean, that's fair. Um, let's go to the wide receivers as I sneeze. 
Bless you. Uh, DJ Moore versus Curtis Samuel has been kind of the um, debate around the fantasy community. It started more on the DJ Moore train, and now the Curtis Samuel train is up and running, the New yeah. York native. Um, Jason, you you seem like you're not on the side of the Curtis Samuel side, so talk to us. Look, Curtis Samuel was a good value when he was going as the fifth wide receiver on your team. His ADP right now on Fantasy Pros, 47th. I'll tell you this, in the Raz Bowl. But it's only been creeping up. My Raz Bowl draft, Curtis Samuel went 9.1. That's what I'm saying. So that's already, his ADP is already creeping up into fourth receiver territory. I just don't, I'm not going to, probably I'm not going to have any Panthers wide receivers. We've talked about the Cam Newton concerns. If we look at what receivers have done in the past, the best season Funchess ever had was 63, 840, and 8. Steve Smith's last season with Cam Newton, 64, 745, and 4. Calvin Benjamin's best season, 73, 1008, and 9. These are good seasons, but these aren't jump off the page. I need to get this guy on my team with my fourth round pick or my ninth or eighth round pick for Moore and Samuel. Curtis Samuel's target share was the same as DJ Moore's last season. So who's going to be the guy? Probably Moore. But is it going to really matter when you're drafting these people? Are they going to put up the numbers you need? I feel like Curtis Samuel right now, his ADP is taking the Chris Hogan route, where Hogan was a steal last year in the 14th round. And then he went up to the fourth round. And it was a terrible pick. And guess who's on the team now? Chris Hogan. (laughs) <laughs> they also have Torrey Smith. They also Not have Jarius Wright. Greg Olson is still there. I'm saying away from Of Panthers the two, players. though, I prefer Curtis Samuel at their ADPs. Because Curtis Samuel last season, 8 of 13 games, 80 yards and or a touchdown. So that's 8 of 13 games where he was a wide receiver 3, basically, or better. DJ Moore, on the other hand, guess how many points, how many games last season he had? With over 12.5 fantasy points. Three. Three. Two. Good guess. Dude, 55 receptions, had, 788 yards, year. and two touchdowns. Top 15 in yards after catch, no surprise. That's his bread and butter. But the quantity and quality of targets are just not there, and Cam Newton is changing his throwing motion. In the Raz Bowl, like I just said, I started in my draft Devontae Adams, Zach Ertz, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey. Those four. And Howard Bender, a different fancy guy was saying it was the worst zero RB thing. It's the That's how you don't do zero RB. And then he went and drafted DJ Moore in the fourth round. That's what you don't do. You do not draft DJ Moore in that's the fourth round if you want to win. Michael's flaming people. Yeah. Good. Nice. He also took Kyler Murray in a league. <laughs> and I, I'm a very nice guy. Yeah, also, yeah, this is very, this <laughs> is very like shocking that Michael signed to flame someone. That guy also took Kyler Murray in the seventh round in a league with 20 points for passing yards. And six-point passing, six passing touchdowns. Yeah, QB I'll get out of here with a Russian quarterback guy. in yeah. that type of league. Yeah. yeah, he said the All worst right. of zero RB <laughs> when I win that league. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I prefer DJ Moore. I love that start, Not considering ADP. Uh, I just think he's going to be better this season. I think that he's more of a w- number one kind of target. Um, Greg Olson, I'm staying away from. Um, there's not really much to say. He's old now. Um, if you want to take him late, I get it. But, I mean, if you're... If you think Greg Olson is the Greg Olson of the past, it's like taking Antonio Gates right now and expecting him to be like that. Greg Olson's played 16 games the last two seasons. He put up 482 yards and five touchdowns. 16 total games. <laughs> so I'll pass. Not even 50 yards. Not even 40 yards a game. That's nuts. Look, the Average. alarm's going off. That's that's for like that's the <laughs> hospital coming to pick up the old man, Greg Olson. Yeah. Um, one injury away. Jason, uh, start Will with us. Will Greer. Will Greer. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Michael? 
Uh, I didn't really have one, but I just decided to go with Curtis Samuel because if DJ Moore gets hurt, then the the uptick in targets will help even more. I got someone that you probably never heard of. His name is Jordan Scarlett, fifth round rookie out of Shoot Florida, me. downhill runner. Um, it seems as though he's going to be the backup to Christian McCaffrey over if he wins Cameron Artis Payne. Yeah. yeah, the Cameron Artis Payne, the one the who's been on the Panthers no the. for 112 years. The the one and only Cameron Artis. C A P. Michael, where can they find you? Mike underscore Patrop. Jason. Jason Patrop. You can find me on all social media outlets at Tim Patrop, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. If you want to, you know, get some extra stuff, get our waiver picks during the year, uh, get get free advice from us. Well, not free. Please go to Patreon.com. DMs. Access to our DMs. Uh, access to Brodo Leagues. A chance to play in a league with us uh, and a whole bunch more extras. Check out Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy. Also, YouTube.com slash Brodo Fantasy. If you're not already watching, thank you if yep. you already are. Um, what else? BrotoFantasy.com for all of it. It's the conglomerate. You know what I'm saying? Also, I don't know if we ever... We haven't mentioned it in a while. For people who... You know, some people listen to our podcast, but they're not on Twitter. We're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. So if if you're on those apps and you didn't know we were on them, you can listen to us there. Yes, we are. If you don't know, now you know. We are the cast of Pod. Twitter. Until next time. Later, Later, dudes. Later.